0: Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 24, Text 8. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namaho Bhagavate Vasudevaya Srinanda Uvacha Parchanyo Bhagavan Indra Megas Tasyat murtaya Te Bivarshantiputanam Prinanam Jivanam Paya Nandamaraj replied, The great Lord Indra is the controller of the rain. The clouds are his personal representatives and they directly provide rainwater which gives happiness and sustenance to all creatures. Purport, without clean rainwater, the earth could not possibly provide food or drink for anyone, nor could there be cleanliness. Thus it would be difficult to overestimate the value of the rain om vignana timirandasya ananjana shvakaaya taksurum ulatam yena tasmai shri gurudev namaha shri chaitanya manopubhistham stapitam yena butale sayam rupakadamayam dadati sapadantikam Vansha Kalpa Tarubyas ja, Kripa Sindhu Vayeva Patitanam ja, Patita Anam byo, byo, Namo Namo Sri Krishna Jetanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyad Veta Gadadhar Shivas Adhikor Vapta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Krishna Hare Hare
1: Hare Rama Hare Rama Rama Rama
0: Hare Hare. So greetings from Gobran. It's just um wonderful being here. I have a special guest here. Remember Cinder Gopal? There we go. <laughs> um, you remember him from Kali and you remember member from New York so it's kind of fulfilling the um the, the vision of, of this small ashram and certain people who I have a relationship with that deeply want to contribute to to the Prabhupada's mission you know provide a she said it's what a peaceful or what do you say it was rejuvenating 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 and sham is just here uh also so i want to help those who help others and uh and Anne is is, is it's jana my my disciple will visit on uh a few days two days and uh, it's just different people coming but I still wake up early and I have my sadhana so it's really a great program because I described that um actually I was just reading a book by Shivaram Swami it's um it's unbelievable this is a, a commentary on the La That's volume one, it's like five volumes. But it's very interesting. So I just wrote him a note by hand because I don't have my computer that um, everyone moves forward by faith and spiritual movements move by faith. So there has to be Examples or at least discussions of spiritual attainment to keep that faith. So the fact that he's writing about these things and trying to put it in context of Prabhupada's teachings, um, I said it's such an important contribution. And here, I, I, it's 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 on a small scale. That's my my idea. I had so many different groups come, and you know, and people come, and, and we really had a group of about thirty people here in Govardhan. and it was so faith building, you know, to to experience the Dom. I was yesterday. I quoted this verse. We're reading about Govardhan Hill. Kandere, kandere then each and every cave, you know. And Paul made the point that, you know, this, this is true, you know, but there's a very high realization to see it. And that's a fact. And I went out to Govardhan today. I try to go out at least every day the little forest here, you just walk down Dandavarthana could, you walk a little bit past it, that little path and trees and I sit there and I was looking at it and, and there's kind of like, I think there's three basic visions. One, if you just look from your intellectual analysis, it's not the most beautiful place in the world. It's not, you know, upstate New York has so much more greenery, Columbia, you know, and it's rivers and, and beauty. So from that perspective, but then I was thinking that beauty is more than that. Beauty is also what something represents to you. And and, and it's just unbelievable. It, it's just so connected with Krishna. And and then it really becomes beautiful. It's, it's not just your imagining it. I mean, it's still, there's trees and the mountain, and and, and and then of course, there's the apricot, the unmanifest vision, which is described. So, it's just great being here by the hill. Uh, we're gonna go see, uh, tomorrow we have lunch with Bhakti Goswami, and the, the following day with Bore, Jean Prabhu in the morning, depending how you're feeling tomorrow, maybe we just we take a rickshaw to Radha It'd be amazing. Yeah, I think we'll do that. Yeah, we'll take a rickshaw to Radha Khundan, not a you know, like simple it. thing and go around and, and chant. Um, so naturally he's here, Nasi is here. There's another lady from New York uh, uh, named Andrea. She's from Colombia originally. She's somehow here, she was coming. She went to Barsana today. So life, life is Harikata. Chanting and hearing about Krishna. Shroop Siddh, Siddhi Bhakti, Shroop Siddhi Bhakti. Bhakti that's just composed of bhakti. <laughs> You don't have to make it bhakti. You can do something and you know, offer it to Krishna that it can become bhakti. And there can be certain activities that are very conducive to bhakti. You may be celibate in the ashram of your guru. Celibacy itself is not an item of devotional service but there's certain Principles, even the four regulative principles are not like bhakti. There's people that follow them that are the personalists. But then there's these activities that are independently bhakti. And when you practice those, tanama rupa charitari sukirtananu. Chanting here about Krishna in these holy places, it's extremely enlightening. And, you know, but, but at the same sense, what Prabhupada taught us is that we can make where we are a spiritual place. The difference is, here it's not dependent on your effort or consciousness. It doesn't mean you'll get any benefit if you're not in the right consciousness. But Vrindavan is not dependent on your consciousness. And J- Shila Jai Bhattaka Swami gave an example once that was really good. He said it's, he gave two examples. One was, it's like an embassy in a foreign country. When I first came to India, it was so austere. When I went to the American embassy, it was like clean air conditioning. It was like, you know, a water fountain with cold water and, you know, super clean. It was America. But, you know, the embassy can be overrun by the other country and that it's not that place is not America or something like that. So it's like that. You can make a place for Dava by chanting and hearing about Krishna. The other example he gave, I thought was really brilliant too, was um, the Netherlands. It's naturally irrigated because it's below land. It's a small country, but it's the second biggest importer of food in the world. And their government is trying to destroy it because they're saying that the cows create too much um, I know, carbon, dioxide, I don't know, whatever it is. So they actually want to reduce it by 2,300 farms and starve the rest of the world. This is This is the way people's thinking is so shallow. They have good moral convictions, but don't understand the unintended consequences of it. The bomb are protesting the 2300 bombs they want to remove because it's for, for, for climate change and, and but they don't understand the balance of things. But anyway, it's naturally irrigating. But if you make an irrigation system up to a mountain, it's the same, but there's the effort is involved there. But in the Netherlands, there's no effort. The the land is below sea level. They got dikes. It's so easily irrigated. Mm. at least part of it is. So it's like that. You can make Vrindavan wherever you are, but it's going to be dependent on your effort. You're not going to get any help outside. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I'm talking this way because I am in separation already. I have, I'm so spoiled, I have two weeks left here. You know, and then I'm saying, oh my God, what did I do? I could have gone here, I could have gone here. Yeah. Um, so now the, the the story, and just to put everybody in context, In the same place that Krishna just saw delivered the wives of the yogic Brahmins and their their superficial, superficial understanding of religion was revealed that it's the ritual and not the intention Ritual is very powerful when it's connected with intention. If you're doing the ritual for a purpose and you make sure that the ritual aligns with the purpose, then it's very good. But a lot of times it just becomes the form without the substance. And that's what's happened with these brahmins to the extent that yagya vishnu yagya is for the pleasure of god and god came and said let me his servants came give me some food and they ignored him and then the contrast between those yagik brahmins said karma nipano Vipro, mantra tantra visharada vaishnava bunasat, vaishnava swapachoguru said karma nipano they knew all the different rituals all the the mudras and the whole thing, they knew everything. But they weren't humble. Vaishnav means humble. Is really, that's the meaning of Vaishnav. Vaishnav means that I accept that there's an absolute reality, authority that's higher than me and I'm fine with it. That's a Vaishnav. Vaishnav accepts that authority and if you do, that's elevated state of consciousness. And you're surrendered to the truth as it's repre- as it comes to you represented by the people as as represented by the people who, who, who know that truth. So it doesn't matter what caste, whether if you have bhakti, if you have humility, then that's the main qualification for being a, a teacher. And if you don't, you're not qualified, even if you know every all the rituals. And that was the contrast, the wives, they can't do the puja in those days. They, they have kids, they're not clean. Times of the month, they're just kids slobbering over them, all the things they do. They can't do the rituals. And, and sometimes not educated. But somehow or other, so without bhakti, without humility, without that intention to that intention to accept that I'm a part of something much greater than myself that I'm meant to serve, and everything becomes useless. So that very place where he saw that, then he he. <laughs> he sees his father setting up a puja, So he wants to know from his father. Do you know what you're doing? Is there a purpose to this? Or is this just um, some <clears throat> or is this just some um, custom that you're following? Or, or, or is it shastra? But even if it's shastra, do you know why you're 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 actually doing this? And and There's a great discussion to be had on the relationship with, between doing a spiritual activity and knowing the intention of it. And because was more discussion yesterday, Sundar Gopal gave it a nice example. In, in Sanskrit grammar, there's Krishnasya means of Krishna, and there's different endings that indicate different things. But the the grammatical term Krishna is the vocative. It means oh Krishna. So if you want to perfect the mantra, the Hare Krishna mantra. It's not just, a, it's pronouncing it properly. It means pronouncing it with the intention and meaning because it's bhakti. So how much the meaning and the understanding, especially in the whole bhakti cult, but in, in any ritual, because you'll get lost in the subtleties of it if you really don't know the, the objective to it. So there's a nice discussion about that and then Nanda Maharaj now is going to respond. And Gopal also made a nice point yesterday too that you know, there's different occupations and there's four vaishas. Vaisha comes from the, 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 the means wealth of land, doesn't it? Come from a declension v. Vaisha. I would need to check.
1: I don't remember offhand.
0: I, I read this. Okay. That it it somehow means wealth of land. That that's it, it, it's it was something with. But there's banking, there's trade, there's agriculture, and there's cow protection. And if you look at cow protection. Cows require a lot of water to drink and also the busha, the grains, require a lot of water. So, and then he made the point that Nandamaraj is actually, he's a mixed caste. So he has this, some line verminical in him.
1: From his mother, from Parjanya's, um from Devamita's yeah. um, wife.
0: So, they're There was some kind of um, um, responsibility he had. He was a leader. It was all dependent on rain. So it's a fact that if you worship particular demigods, you get the fruit. So basically he's telling him, "I'm, I'm kind of responsible. I'm responsible for this and this is the system. And there can be so many religious principles of, you know, when you are responsible for someone, it's not outside of Krishna consciousness. You know, take someone to the doctor. Of course, you can be a Christian scientist and just say it's a type of Christianity where they don't believe in doctors, only faith healing. So it, it, could, it could be a case of it where he's saying I'll do this and Krishna's saying we'll just have faith. Um so, uh, so that you could say something about this. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay.
1: Um well could I say a little bit about yeah. the descent of the application? Yeah, yeah. yeah So there are different types of, as Marge was explaining, there are um, different kinds of and in particular four different, um, how would you put it, vocations. So one of them is, is trade, another is agriculture, and another is um, tending animals, particularly cows, protecting cows. So, Shri Krishna comes, this is explained in Gopal Champa in chapter three. Um, Shri Krishna comes in a line that's known as, that's famous as the Abhira line. And they are part Brahmin. So, they're part Kshatriya coming down from Deva Midha. Uh, Deva who was a Kshatriya, his, his wife was. Um, part Brahmin, and then their son Parjania is Krishna's grandfather. So that's why, although uh, Krishna and his lineage, the Abhiras are uh, Vaishyas, they wear the sacred thread. It's also why they engage in they can engage in yogya Indra being very much a Vedic deity, um, the sacri- various yogias that are described in the Vedas, so much of that is um, in, it relates to offerings to Indra. Um, so, Shira Jiva Goswami glorifies the Abhira lineage, and what's special about Krishna's lineage, among many other things, is that they will only look after cows. They won't engage in any other of the uh, typical vocations um, of, of vaishas. So what that means then is that protecting the cows and making sure that there are pasture, uh, like rich past, uh, pasture pasturing grounds available is entirely dependent on the rain. So in these verses, Uh, early verses in chapter 24 of Srimad Bhagavatam, you really have this sense of um, the weight of responsibility on Nanda Baba to make sure that all of his, his, the entire um, community that he's looking after are properly looked after. So in the verse that Maharaj um, recited, um, currently, I'm, I'm especially looking at the writings of Srila Sanatana Goswami. So, I, I took the opportunity to quickly look at the Brihad Vaishnava Toshani and um, Srila Sanatana Goswami's, some of what he says in relation to this verse and some of the others. And that really comes across. So, for example, the verse ends in Jivanam Payaha. So, Jivanam means life giving. The rains are life-giving, and paya, payas. Um, there's a play of there's a play on words here because payas means uh, vitality, strength, vitality. It also means rain. It also means grass, and it also means milk. <laughs> so they're beautiful, beautiful verses in in this chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam. That's great.
0: Okay, that was real, that's that's great, that's special. Now, just because this is a little bit of a discussion as you can see. I think one thing that's interesting though, I never knew actually, this like a slight tinge of Brahmin so, and then a slight tinge of Kshatriya. But Madhya Soda's family is Vaishya's, is that how it works? So, and maybe it's like the Jewish religion where you take take after your mother or something, you know. In the Jewish religion, if your mother's not Jewish and your father's Jewish, you're not Jewish. So, you know, maybe there was some, so anyway, this is definitely a strong Baisha thing because they're doing that occupation. But it's interesting, and I've never heard this before, that that they're able he's he, is able to do the rituals too. And also he he had a deity worship of Narayan. So it makes sense also that he was responsible for you know worship, you know, doing the the the, the things that people do in those communities. I mean the communities were set up and and even in the Bhagavad Gita there's that verse Sahaya Sahaya Gya I forgot. So Sahaya gya Anyway, anyway it says, I've sent forth, you know, a man and demi got do sacrifice, because by that sacrifice this is the third chapter, but that sacrifice, you'll get spiritual nourishment. You'll get you'll get all your desires fulfilled material and spiritual. It was connected to the spiritual aspect. But I guess the point that Krishna is going to make, the ultimate point he's going to make is and this is a discussion of I think in Bhakti Loka or something, Bhakti Kaur makes that unfavorable to your advancement, Niyama Agraha, when you have too much affection for rules means, you keep a particular rule where it no longer is applicable to you at your level of adhikari and our friend, uh, you remember Manu that came to the the Kali retreats. Yes. A nice gentleman. Yes, yes. His mother is a scholar, and she gave a great example. She said an example in Agraha is if you're flying a plane and you're stopping at the traffic lights, <laughs> you know you're at a different level. So. Krishna's come to give a different level. Krishna's come to give the of all the Vedas I am to be known. And the whole Bhagavatam is also based on that point. That there's so, you know, Yasudeva is trying to give religion to accommodate the people. And he remains dissatisfied. And then, you know, his guru confirms what he's thinking, you haven't sufficiently, you haven't sufficiently glorified, you haven't sufficiently glorified Krishna. So, um, so he got chastised even though he's promoting religion because it wasn't appropriate it's just like when we preach, you can you know you can go into like a yoga studio and start preaching heavenly about the four regular principles and you know, but it's maybe not what the audience needs to hear at that particular time or maybe they do. So I think there there's this this idea and and and, and that's also in the Dharmas, Vanushita, Pumsa. It becomes useless, even if dharma is if dharma is done expertly, and it doesn't give the goal. And I think it, it, it's it's because it, it, it's actually what Krishna is giving now. So, and I think the Gita talks about that—the rituals, the flowery things of the Vedas—and you're a scholar, a scholar of religion, so you know the whole history of what was given and then, you know, what the Gita comes and the Gita is saying, um, you know, give it all up and just come to the conclusion. And, and that's also in the Bhagavatam you know, uh, the question of the Bhagavatam is, what is the ultimate Buri Burini Karmani? There's so many things to do. Give me the ultimate and absolute good. So there's this interesting thing that because people are not qualified, they have to get the, 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 the simplest thing is the absolute thing. But it's, it's a matter of consciousness and not your material ability. So if, if you're humble, you can actually do the highest thing. Because surrender, Prabhupada said, the process is simple; the application is difficult. So we can do. We, we, we the, the, the where generally people can't take to the simple process. We have no choice because we can only do the simple process, but the application is difficult and. Shiva Goswami said in the introduction of Bhakti Sandharma, written by Navadvipa in, in the, the trance, he says, Devotion in the form of kirtan. Um, Devotion in the form of kirtan. Is something about devotion in the form of kirtan can be given in Kali Yuga. Oh, devotion in the form of kirtan is some can be given can be practiced by those devoid of false prestige, and therefore,
1: unlimitedly
0: merciful. Take to it because Kali Yuga is meant to destroy false prestige. So it it seems. That even though Nanda marja is giving something that's so true, and it's even his duty, and he's like from a line, and he has so much responsibility, Krishna is just saying, you know, indirectly, you know, I've, I've come for something else, and we're going to demonstrate this. Yeah, just must have some confidence, on for sure. No,
1: no, not at the moment.
0: <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Okay, you do just let me know because I just ramble on and on. Um it's gonna run out today and I don't have the backup, so we'll see. Okay. Now the next verse says Tam tata Vayam Anye Ramacham Patim ispram not only we my dear son but also many other men worship him the lord and master of the rain giving clouds we offer him rain and other paraphernalia of worship produced to his own discharge in the form of rain. Purport, Nandaraj patiently tried to explain the facts of life to his young son Sri Krishna. But in fact, Nandan, and all the residents would learn an astonishing lesson as it explained in this chapter. So it's like you offer the Ganga the water from the Ganga. So everything is coming from Indra. And definitely in a prosperous society, they do the various worships and they're scientific because God organized the world to take selfish people and make them sacrifice by offering them material goals for their sacrifice. Otherwise, there's no question of socializing society, and society becomes hell. So Krishna made this plan. There will be reciprocation if you sacrifice, which is somewhat closer to the soul, even if you have a material motive. But again, Krishna has another idea. Dharma, Kaitava, Projita, Namatsarana. He's gonna kick out all this type Religion that's mixed with getting something, even though it's very functional for a whole society. Now you must have something. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I really like what you said, Marge, about uh, offering the Ganga yeah. back to the Ganga. So sometimes we go to the to the Ganges or the Yamuna River, and as an offering, we scoop up some water. And offer that water back to the river. So in in this particular verse, there Nandabhapais um make many arguments, like five or six arguments or um ways of convincing Krishna that are packed into the verse. <laughs> the first, Sri Vasanasam Goswami explains, is by the use of the address Tata which is like a, a term of endearment. And Shri Sanatana Goswami says here that Nanda Baba is saying that to Krishna to um, call his attention to his various arguments and to give Krishna faith in what he's going to say, what he's going to explain. <laughs> and this idea of Indra providing so much and you take the grain and offer it with a ghee, for, for that matter, which is a result of um, butter, milk, cows, the grain and grasses that the cows eat. So it ultimately all flows from Indra. So by taking that and offering it back, it's a form of gratitude. A little bit like Shana Prabhupada would give the example when um, a child, a parent gives a child some sweet the first thing that a child often does is they'll take some of it and give it to the father or mother. Um, Shrimad Bhagavatam here also uses the term Ishvara to describe Indra. Um, in other words, here the meaning is that Indra is not just any Devata, but he's the Lord of all the Devatas. Um, and yajante yajante is in the third person so why would why would nanda baba use the third person here to say that they worship as opposed to this is how we worship uh, nanda baba is using the third person here to emphasize that this is not just his own way of um his own custom but it's it's widely followed by many so it's it's quite um it's it's really interesting how um, and how Namdeva is, is including so many different arguments. These are just a few that that I can remember, but there there are others as well within a single verse.
0: For a, a five-year-old, a six-year-old boy, who's preaching philosophy. Um, yeah, it's very. Um, how are we doing there? Okay, we'll go on to the next verse. I just thought it's interesting, isn't Krishna's great grandfather no parjanya. So he's named after injury. even. That's right. So it, it's coming in the family yeah. too. By accepting the remnants of sacrifices performed to Indra, people sustain their lives and accomplish the threefold aims of religiosity, economic development, and sense gratification. Thus, Lord Indra is the agent responsible for the fruit of success of industrious, People, So dharma, artha, karma, moksha, you know, the whole system you require for dharma, sustenance and thing, you know, it, the whole system. Indra's a, a, a big player. He's a big player. And we're so divorced. Prabhupada gave the quote. That the city is made by man, the country is made by God, a British poet, Cooper. And I think the potency of that is, and it's a fact that they're seeing, some, it's actually elevated. They're seeing that we're dependent on the rains. We become so divorced from material life, and it's gonna come crashing down on us. I gave the example like you, you could live as a very wealthy man for one day. So everything is borrowed. And, and, and we have we have this illusion that it's all organic and that the water's coming and the food's coming and the you know, but it's really mercy. And yeah, you need to feel it. And you feeling mercy is, is actually a feeling of love. But if you when you feel mercy, it what's the feeling of love? I don't deserve it. If you feel I deserve it, there's no love. So the very foundation of love is this humility and, and this gratitude. And it begins with nature. I, I'm kind of starting to support Indra. You know he's got a whole environmental program here. His son's become a fanatic Hare Krishna. It says just join the temple and forget about the sacrifices, Krishna's mercy. Everything will be taken care of. Do um, you have anything? Oh, so
1: I could add a couple of things if you yeah, want. Yeah, to yeah, actually, please, please give us a little I love, I love the point that you made that, that um, Arjanya, yeah, Krishna's grandfather is is. Named has the same name as Indra, so Parjanya is also a word that's used two verses earlier, and it there it means rain, and um, here it's referring directly to Indra. And somewhere in between one of the verses in between it speaks of the clouds as um, how is it? How is it put? Let me see. Ah, that's so the 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 murti, so. the embodiment of the self of Indra is the art of clouds <laughs> it's quite really um, beautiful poetry of Shriman Bhagavatam and so um, words in Sanskrit are really quite interesting and they're unlike words in other languages like English for example in English you'll have a word for something that means just that one thing often like it doesn't have any significance in its own right. So if you take, for example, the word lion, um, lion itself doesn't mean doesn't mean anything, it's simply referring to one particular type of animal, but there's no other meaning in that. Sanskrit doesn't have words like that. Every single word is descriptive. So there are many different words for lion. One of them is um mahavir which means, vira means courage, and maha, so that animal that has immense courage. Another a word for, for lion is simha, which means very powerful. Another word for lion is um, uh, kesari. Uh, kesari is because of the color of a lion, which is like saffron. So kesara, which is a related word, means saffron, the spice. So that makes Sanskrit quite quite uh, difficult because you might not know what a particular word is referring to. <laughs> um, but it also opens up, um, it creates, it's a language that, that is, is just perfect for poetry. And so Parjanya means rain, it also means rain cloud, it also, also means the god of rain, meaning Indra. Um, Sri Sanatan Goswami explains that Trivarga um, as Marge, exactly as, as Marge explained of course is, are the first three goals of, or uh, aims of, of, that we often find, aims of human life that, that, that people will pursue. So dharma, uh, artha or wealth, and kama or enjoyment. Um, Sanatana Goswami explains that the word, so it says, the verse says, Tri and he reads that to mean bhakti. So in other words, the fruit, ultimate fruit of the, the other aims should be to take onto to bhakti. So bhakti is included. And then Sri Sanatana Goswami says, but moksha is not in there anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the, question, the, the, the bhaktas are not interested in moksha whatsoever
0: um the um, just a, an interesting thing this I, I was writing on just recently there's a verse Dharmas yeahpa and yeah And these in the second cant uh, can't second chapter of the first canto there's a whole description of Dharma. And it concludes in one sense, dharma is meant for liberation. And I forgot where I heard the commentary. And in my writings, I'm not going to be able to say where. It's just in my memory someplace, being in Vrindavan, who knows where I heard it or where I read it. And I don't operate that way. I don't have a big library. But the interesting thing, how does dharma lead to liberation? Because one of the main factors of dharma is how you deal with your house and that your house, you know, you, you try not to get into a, a envious consciousness. Mm. So it's the way you treat guests. Mm. The, the guest is a Titi Bhagavan, the guest is God. Mm. And therefore, if you're Dharmic, you'll certainly welcome sadhas to your house and one may be a Vaishnava. And that's how Dharma leads to, to liberation. The other thing, it was very interesting when you said the lion is here. Now I'm, I'm understanding the brilliance of Alice in Wonderland because it was the cowardly lion. Uh, <laughs> right. you know? So it, it actually, these uh, Lewis Carroll, these writers, they were actually more educated than the people today. So they actually, you know, kind of knew that. You know, I mean, it's just interesting. The cowardly lion, subverting it. Yeah, I just, I, I, I have this incredible desire to watch Alice in Wonderland now. Right. <laughs> the, my brother bought one of the yellow bricks from the Yellow Brick Road or something. I forgot. Mean, what I, my older brother. The you know the Yellow Brick Road called. me. Okay, so anybody like to say hello to us all here? So let's see, Govind is here too. Anybody say hello? <laughs> Hi, Anybody? Hi, Krishna.
1: Hi, everyone. Hi, Raj. Hi, everyone. So good to see Govind again. I was, I was really appreciating this discussion, particularly about all the Sanskrit nuances and that the word also means rain cloud, which of course is the color of Krishna's skin. So. And I've always been appreciating this whole line about the the, because I've been thinking a lot about Sanskrit, which I'm bad at and ritual, but what you said the other day uh, and what, what this pastime really points out is that the ritual itself in all perfection is not the goal. It's the feeling behind the ritual. So thank you so much for this discussion.
0: Okay, okay. 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 who else? Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Hey. Thank you so much for a great class. Oh, you must have really relished this, the, the, the wordcraft. Yeah, very, very much. And of course, um, um, Wizard of Oz, not yeah. um, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Alice in Wonderland a completely different thing. <laughs> no, how, how can I? But the Cowardly line, you got to understand the depth of... Who yes. wrote Wizard of Oz? L. Frank Baum. <laughs> i got all these professors here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Have you ever met Sinder Gopal? No, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna for, he, Hare Krishna for he, He's studying now for his... PhD in Oxford on the Ontology of the Soul by Bhaktivinoda and, and uh And it's, it's so fascinating discussing his research and, and you know, what real scholarship is and, and religious history. And when you try to figure out something, knowing the traditions and what they and people just tend to just grab onto one thing and run with it without knowing the whole history of its development and what the tradition says and what those people are doing. And in the modern internet, you get all these crazy conversations with people not really being qualified to enter into them. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, uh, academia, you? yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank, you. All, thank, thank you. you. Great to see you. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna, Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. So great to hear from you. Great. great. T- tota, did I ever send you when I'm arriving? Uh, you haven't, no. Okay, well, I'll send it to you and hopefully you can pick me up. It's at six in the morning on a Thursday. Okay. okay. That works. We'll make it happen. Okay. Anybody right. else? Thank you very much, Muharaj. This is Krishna Amrita. Thank you, thank you greatly. Okay, Hare Krishna. Thank you. Okay, anybody else?
1: Hare Krishna
0: Maharaj. Krishna. Hi Krishna. <laughs> Bo. From your coat, it looks like it's freezing cold outside. Oh. <clears throat> okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anybody else? Hare
1: Krishna Maharaj Surya
0: Rizuka here. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hi Bo. Great to see both of you from me, Thank you very much, Maharaj. Hi, Krishna. Thank you for that. Anybody else? Hi,
1: Krishna Maharaj. It's Lal Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for class. <laughs> okay. Hare well. Hare well. Anybody else? Great.
1: Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Gail here.
0: You'll get your questions in, in college,
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> and Sundar Gopapapu, I still also have a, a precious little stone that you gave me when you visited New York. I'll bring that to oh. Kali to show you. <laughs> oh, I, I really look forward to, to seeing you. Yeah. Thank you. Me too. Hi Krishna. Let,
0: I'll make a joke, Gail. Uh-oh. Let's see if he says that at the end of your stay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he will, Mara. He's not like you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Gail is traveling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, hey, oh, hey the giant, don't even mention it. He's okay. doing it.
1: Okay. It's
0: all go Okay. Anybody else? Gail asked a million questions. Indeed. No, we Hi. like your questions, Gail. You know that. This is just joking. Okay. Anybody Hi, could, else? Harikishmara and Shri Rupa. So nice to see this collaboration again. Yeah. Right. We'll see you soon. It's only like I don't know what. To, three weeks or two Four, here? four weeks. What? March 15th. Oh, that's that, America, yeah. Okay, anybody else? Okay. Let me just, I'm gonna look at the list of all the nice people that are attending. I see everybody. Okay, thank you all. I got all your names. Haribo, Amala. Okay. Haribo. Haribo. Okay, Haribo.